Yes, well, let's talk more now about uh, transport and some of those uh, policies, I guess, that are being uh, axed under the government's new 100-day plan. One of them is the Let's Get Wellington Moving. This is the transport plan for Wellington. Green MP for Rongatai, Julianne Genta, is with us now. Kia ora, good morning. Kia ora. Are you happy to see this go? I mean, going back over its history, it's, it seems like 2016, 2015, it's been around a long time, and frankly not a lot has been moving. The Green Party campaigned in Wellington and nationally on practical but visionary investment in making public transport work better for people, investing in affordable housing in our cities that will help us combat climate change, but also just give us better cities to live in. And the Greens are going to continue campaigning for that. Um, but not but, but 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 the let's get Wellington moving brand the the scheme the yeah. package the program it has been dogged. I mean, it just seems to have been one thing after the other. You're happy to see it go. Let's get Willie moving was set up under the last national government, um, and I would argue that that might be part of the reason that it failed to deliver anything practical uh, when we got into government in 2017, we had to start from scratch on practical urban mass rapid transit solutions. And so, you know, that really should be the focus for investment in a city like Wellington. Did the left drop the ball here with transport, with its opportunity to try and get what it wants? If you're a left wing supporter, did you drop the ball because you just didn't get moving fast enough on it? <laughs> Unfortunately, I wasn't a minister in the last government, and I'm not going to comment on what they could have done differently. But what I can say is going forward, New Zealand and Wellington need practical solutions. They need solutions to climate change. They need practical solutions to make it easier to get around our cities when it comes to transport investment. They need more affordable housing. And ultimately, the facts are that investment in light rail is the single most effective way to get the housing that we need in our city. Mm. It's the best but, but way Wellingtonians, to help people move around the city. Want one way or the other, they want the issue of the basin sorted out because they can't drive through the basin in Russia you know, without being in gridlock. That's what they want to sort it immediately. And then how to do that, I don't know. But that's the issue, isn't it? Well, I do think that um, people want a practical solution. And unfortunately, what national, the new government is planning to do is going to spend at least $2.2 billion on you know, central Wellington on a, something that's not going to be effective. It's not really going to solve our problems in the short run. Why won't a tunnel? I mean, and I think Labour as well had sort of gone, started to make noises of that they were sort of a bit more sympathetic to this idea. Isn't it? Isn't a tunnel make sense to, to free up the, some way of, of freeing up the basin so it's not a giant roundabout? Yeah, and I can understand why people would think that would be a solution. I'm certainly in the 1960s. They thought urban motorways were the solution to traffic problems, but we now have 60 years of data overseas and in New Zealand it doesn't work. Um, you could spend billions of dollars and not really make any meaningful difference to congestion. So that's why the priority for investment should be the things that are going to make it possible for more people to move around, free up the roads that we do have. Mm. But, they're, but they're me- I mean, they are admirable medium-term goals. Isn't the, short, the shorter-term goal here is to figure out a way to ensure that people can drive to the airport, to get to the eastern suburbs in a without being jammed into one lane after coming out of the tunnel. Isn't that the most pressing priority? Um, and, you know, we could spend 10 years and $2.2 billion or more like, you know, 3 or $4 billion probably once you take into account inflation, um, trying to solve that problem, but we kind of know it's not going to work. Now, National and ACT have uh, put 
an agreement around congestion pricing, I think um, that would be a good place to start. But when they bring that in, they are going to have to have much better rapid transit because the way that works is people shift from cars to public transport. So um, congestion pricing isn't going to work for people if they haven't got a plan to significantly improve public transport and active transport to get around the mm. city. And the Greens, and clearly people voted for that. I mean, the Greens overwhelmingly beat national in Rongatai in Wellington Centre. Mm. I mean, in Rongatai, I think we got twice as many party votes. And there's no question that there's obviously you've got a, a, a councillor who, uh, a mayor uh, with green credentials as well. And there have been, there is some, you know, even anyone can see, the cycleways have made huge gains in Wellington. Do you think that will make much of a difference? Uh, yeah, look, there are huge opportunities here to invest in things that make it easier for people to get around, that reduce our reliance on fossil fuels, that improve our air quality, that make it better for our sit- our kids growing up to be more independent. And that's practical. Um, clearly, people have been voting for that in Wellington. I mean, even if you look at Hutt South, Greens, Labour to Party Maori, Party mm. Vote, Beat, National Act, and New Zealand. Well, you'll be aware, obviously, uh, this story which is broken around the Mayor, Tori Whanau, uh, coming out saying that she's got a, a drinking issue and is, and is dealing with that. Is that a distraction from, f- as far as you see it, in terms of the council's role and what it's trying to do? I I really think that it's um, not relevant. She's doing a great job as mayor, you know, and I think it's kind of shocking that the media are putting such a focus on this woman for you know one or two things when you know we've had male politicians who are regularly drunk in public for decades and who never get any sort of criticism for it so i just th- i think it's a big distraction but it's one that's being driven by people who don't have an interest in seeing the best outcomes from Do you think for a, a, double, city. a double standard here a double standard and mayor tori fano has the best interests of the city at heart she is working hard for that and just like the greens are and we have huge opportunities for positive solutions um, you know, the national government, they're only just getting set up. They are not going to be able to govern with culture war slogans. That's how they operate in an opposition. They're going to have to make some serious decisions for the medium and long-term benefit of New Zealand. And the Green Party has the solutions. We're here. We'll be campaigning for them. We'll be putting them on the table. And you've got full support. You're giving your full support to Tori Whanau. Uh, absolutely. Julianne Genta, thank you very much for your time. Green MP for Rongatai. It is coming up to seven and a half minutes to eight.